Welcome to the Christian Ministry Church Podcast. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Now for today's sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. Uh, this year, our focus has been on the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 6 tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. Uh, the problem is we've just known so very little about the kingdom of God. And just some facts that we have learned this year that we've been talking about the kingdom of God is the most talked about topic of Jesus. The kingdom of God is a real place. It's not a geographical place. It's a place that we live inside our heart. It's how I live. It is the life that I live. It's called being in the world, but not of the world. We don't think like the world thinks. We don't entertain. We don't amuse ourselves. We, we, we are in the world and living in the world, but we're not of the world's thinking on how life operates. I live physically here, but I'm not conformed to that way of thinking. And we've talked about this over and over this year. Jesus taught us to pray. He's teaching us to pray. He said, you start out by acknowledging God. Hallowed be your name. We worship your name. We bless your name. Hallowed, we magnify your name. Your prayer starts out blessing the name of God. Then the first thing that we pray for, the very first thing we pray for, it's not telling God what we want him to do. The first thing we pray for is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will being done in my life as it is in heaven. Now, that's our prayer. Every day, God, I want your will being done in my life, and my life operates just like it is in heaven. Well, how does this kingdom operate? How The, the kingdom that is to come on earth as it is in heaven, well, how does that kingdom operate? Just as the natural world operates on laws, and we understand this, the law of gravity, that's a law. The law of motion, the world operates on the law of entropy. These are laws that govern life. If you throw a handful of rocks right straight up, only every single time they come right down on your head. That's because it's a law. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. It doesn't matter what color you are, your skin is. It doesn't matter if you're tall or short. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter if you're highly educated, not educated at all. It doesn't matter if you live in Arkansas, Texas, or Oklahoma. The law of gravity is in operation and it governs all of life. The law of gravity is not altered by what happened to you when you were in your mother's womb. The law of gravity is not altered by what happened to you whenever you were 8, 9, 10, 12. It, 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 the law of gravity is not altered by how you personally feel about it. If you throw a handful of rocks straight up, they come right down every time. Well, just like there are laws that operate the physical dimension of reality, there are laws that operate 
the spiritual dimension of reality. And it's exactly like physical laws. They are laws that are in operation in our life. And for the next eight weeks, we're going to look at the law of reciprocity, the law of use, the law of perseverance, the law of responsibility, the law of greatness, the law of unity, the law of miracles, and the law of dominion. This study, is it'll be a game changer for you when this isn't just something that you have some mental understanding of when it's the way you operate your life. You operate life based on these laws. Now imagine, imagine, it'd be hard for you to imagine this, but imagine it anyway. If your life was being lived and you have no understanding of gravity at all. I have an understanding of gravity, and so it keeps me from just walking off this end of the stage. On and on, I have an understanding of gravity, and so that governs decisions that I make, and I base my life and those decisions on my understanding of the law of gravity. Now, you don't have an understanding at all of the law of gravity. Think about the bruises the broken noses, the broken arms, the hurt, the pain, the suffering that you would go through on a continual basis, just daily, just one bad decision after the next bad decision, after the next bad decision, and your life lives hurt, wounded, broken, in pain. Why? Because you have no understanding, no comprehension of the law of gravity. Church, that very same thing is, in, is happening to people all over the world that don't have any understanding of these laws of the kingdom that we're going to be talking about. And they suffer hurt, pain, and you see, they just go from one problem after the next, one hurt after the next, one broken nose after the next broken What is the matter with them? They don't understand how the laws of the kingdom operate. Always keep in front of your mind, there are laws, there are laws. The stop sign as you're driving your car, there's a law. Stop your car at this stop sign. Your gender, your background, your nationality, your education, how you were treated growing up, what you've been diagnosed with, you better get that car stopped. The police doesn't wanna hear what you've been diagnosed with. The law of gravity. I hate what happened to you growing up. It's tragic. My heart breaks for you. But don't jump off of a tall building and think you're excused from the law of gravity because of what you went through as a child. Now think about what I just said. I hate what you went through as a child, but don't go and jump off of a tall building and think you are exempt or excused from the law of gravity because of what you've been diagnosed with. Church, we want laws not to be in effect because of our diagnosis or because we were born with this or that. Laws are just that. They're how life operates for all of us, 
And life gets much easier for you when you start understanding them. It just gets... My life took on a dramatic change. Paul and I were talking a couple of weeks ago. Back in the 70s and 80s, our life took on a different... It changed when we started getting a hold of these laws. These laws that began to be real to us... I see that now. That's why I've had these problems in my life. Now, laws are very hard for this generation. This era of history we're in, see, we don't want things that are black and white. We don't want rights and wrongs. The situation determines how I feel about whether I want to or I don't want to. Everybody's got a personal situation. We all do. We all have got a personal situation. And we can all sit in a circle and talk about our crisis and our problem and what we've been through. But you understand there are laws that are, that are in operation in this world. And when you operate against that law, you suffer for it. When you operate within that law, you benefit from it. That's not mean. That's not insensitive. That's not being too black and white. That's explaining how life works. Uh, and, and this thought, I, I never thought I would hear, we need to defund the police. S- somehow we got to change this generation's perception of the law. We see the law as negative and bad and just get rid of the police and then we won't have any laws. Church, laws are good. Laws are very, very, very good. It's not bad. It's not mean. It's not insensitive. It's not confining. Don't drive the car on the sidewalk. That's not to ruin you as a teenager having fun on Friday night. That is a wonderful law when you're a pedestrian. It's a wonderful law. It's a great thing for all the pedestrians. See, the law is good. We're starting in this eight-week series on the law, and I want to open with a section out of Psalms, chapter 19. You're probably all familiar with this. The law of the Lord is perfect. Reviving the soul. The laws of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. Psalms 19, verse 10 They are more desirable than gold. The laws of the Lord are more desirable than gold. What we're going to be talking about in these next weeks, eight weeks, it's more desirable than gold. Even the finest gold. These laws that we're going to be talking about are sweeter than honey. Yes, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, and get this, a great reward for those who obey them. 
I'm not ever for defunding the police. Not ever. Not one time, not ever. Well, I never. I'm not for defunding the police. They're the first one I call when I'm in trouble. When someone's trying to break into my house, they're the first call I'm going to make. I, the, the, the law is more desirable than gold when you're being shot at. Are you hearing this? Now, how we got this, I don't want any laws. Well, if you are the only girl in an elevator full of six big men, you sure do want a law. You sure do want a law, and you want all of them to be law-abiding in there. What are we talking about? We don't want laws. Somehow this generation has got to see that law is good. It is desirable. You know, previous generations read, Thou shalt not, and they understood what that meant. Thou shalt not, that means don't do it. That's what it means. And that does, it don't have nothing to do with how you feel. It doesn't have anything to do with what you went through as a child. Don't do that. That's desirable, and it's a great reward to those who understand that. That's not negative. That's not putting me down. That's not confining me. That's not ruining my Friday night. That's giving me life and peace and health and joy. See, it's a benefit to me. This generation reads, thou shalt not, and their answer is, yes, but Jesus loved everybody. Church, Jesus' love has not changed what God hates. Jesus' love has not changed what God says thou shalt not do. See, the laws are just really, really hard for a feeling-centered era of history. But here's the bottom line. To live in the kingdom of God, we're going to have to understand that God's kingdom operates on laws. Our theme this year has been seek first the kingdom of God. Okay, for us to live in the kingdom of God, then we're going to have to understand God's kingdom operates on laws and they don't change regardless of how you feel about them. And that's a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful, wonderful thing. The law is more desirable than gold. Now, I don't know of a time in history that this study that we're about to enter on the laws of God's kingdom is more vital. Paul, Josh, Chloe, myself, we're, we're excited about this series because it is so vital that we understand it. And I want to say this over and over again. If you don't understand the law of gravity, you will live your life hurt, wounded, bruised, broken, daily making the wrong decisions in life. If you don't understand the laws of the kingdom, you're going to live your life hurt, wounded, broken, and daily making wrong decisions. We've got to understand the laws. Let's get started. The law that I'm opening with in this study is the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity. One simple law that Jesus told us about how God's kingdom works. In Luke chapter 6, verse 38, it says, Give, and it will be given to you. Give, and it will be given to you. These eight words form a law that touches every area of life. It touches every area of life. It's a law. 
If you give, it will be given to you. Regardless of what you went through as a child. Regardless of your education or your money. It is a law that the kingdom of God operates on. Now, it's not complicated, but it is a little hard to understand. How can I give and have more? How can I? I only have this one little apple seed. I can't afford to give. Tim, I just can't afford to give. You don't understand. I only have one apple seed. You got to understand the law of reciprocity. Give and it will be given unto you. Good measure, shaken together, pressed down, run over. You plant that one little apple seed and you won't count the apples that are given back to you as a return on your giving. Now you got to understand this. If, if you want to make more money in your company, give more to people. What does your company do? You fix windows, you paint houses, you repair cars, whatever your company does, help more people solve their problem and more money will be given to you. It's the way life works. If you want friends, then you be friendly. You be friendly to other people. And it takes time, it takes effort, it takes self-denial, it takes work to have a friend. It does. You have to do things you don't want to do. You got to go places you really didn't want to go. You do with people that maybe you didn't want to do with on that night. But to have a friend, you're going to have to be friendly to people because you only are given to to the measure that you give. It's, it's the way the kingdom works. You, you want a better relationship with your spouse. Everybody wants a better marriage. Well, how do you do that? You give to it. You do for the other. You give to the other. You serve the other. You bless the other. You make your spouse happy and watch what happens in your marital relationship. If you want more joy in life, if you want more happiness, then spend your day making everybody that you come in contact with smile. Spend your whole day making everybody that you come in contact with, how can you make them happy? How can you make them laugh? How can you make them smile? You want to be happy, yet you look like a possum eating green persimmons. You just got a scowl on your face. You're staring at the ground. You are miserable to be around. You're no fun to be with. Good grief. And you want happiness. Happiness is not available to you because of the law of reciprocity. How do you be happy? How, do you, how does that happen for you? It's by giving happiness everywhere you go. And it doesn't matter what we want to talk about. It is in giving that you receive. It's called the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity. It's stated another way in Galatians chapter 6. You reap what is sown. You reap what is sown. That's the law of reciprocity. Boy, you better watch out. You're going to reap what you sow. Okay, well, hold on just a minute. That's not a negative thing. That's not a negative law. Hot dog. I reap what I sow. 
See, that's not a, that's not a bad, a negative thing. That is a wonderful thing. I'm not ever going to want corn, plant corn, and get asparagus. See, it's, it, this is a wonderful law because I am going to reap what I sow. That is one of the most positive things I've ever heard of. I'm going to reap what I sow. So what that means is just sow good things. Today, just sow what you want to reap. It works 100% of the time. What do you want in life? What, what do you want? Well, well, I want happiness. I want joy. I mean, what do you want? You want money? You want friends? You want a house? I mean, what is it that you want in life? Here's the best news you ever heard. Sow to it. So to that, because there is a law in operation, it's called the law of reciprocity, you're going to reap what you sow. It's not a wish, or I wish, or I hope, or I want, it's a, I'm going to plant this, I'm going to sow this, and then watch what happens in my life. It is a kingdom law that operates. Give, and it shall be given to you. Our entire economic system, what we call the free enterprise system in America, was set up after how the law of the kingdom works. That's what set our, enterprise, our free enterprise in motion. It doesn't matter what you are, plumber, carpenter, electrician, give and it will be given unto you. That's how our economic system works works. You serve somebody else, that's how you are blessed. Give and it will be given unto you. You want to be great? Become a servant of all. The more people you serve, the greater you become because there's a law in operation. I think about just some of the billion, trillion billionaires in the world today probably most center around the internet or social media or something that has to do with that. And this one guy has become a multi, multi, multi billionaire. Well, how did he do that? Just drive down the road and every person you pass will have a phone in their hand. So he has helped every person in the world. You, you got a, a roofer and he has helped a few people with a leaky roof. This guy's invented something that's made life better for, for millions, billions of people worldwide. That's how that happens. That's how, with the amount of people that you bless, that you benefit, that you aid, then the greater the return or the blessing is for you. It's called the law of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you help, the more you do for others. The farmer plants one acre, he's rewarded. The farmer who plants 5,000 acres is rewarded a whole lot more. If I provide out of our garden some tomatoes for five of my friends, I'm rewarded. Wow, that's fun, thank you. I love your tomatoes. If I provide tomatoes for every grocery store in Arkansas, 
I'm really rewarded. It's, it's the way the kingdom of God operates. If I want apples, I can't plant a corn seed. Now, that's great news when you understand that law. You can have in life, you can do and achieve in life what you want to because it is a result of the law of reciprocity. You want friends? You have to be a friend. It's hard to, to believe the number of lonely, lonely, lonely people wishing they had a friend who do nothing for anybody. They do nothing for anybody. They won't get involved in a connect group. They won't get involved in a home group. They won't go and serve at a local food shelter or a bank. Or a, They won't help. They won't come to church. They won't be involved. They won't do. They won't participate. They won't volunteer down at the school grading papers from a teacher. They, I'll volunteer. I'll monitor the playground. I'm, they don't do anything for anybody. I'm just so lonely. Well, duh. And I can't help your loneliness because you do nothing to make anybody else happy. It's the way life works. When you understand the law of gravity, you depend on it. You depend on its existence. When you understand the law of gravity, you use it to benefit you. You, you understand the law of gravity, you build on it and it works for you. We don't quit teaching the law of gravity because it offends some. Are you kidding me? We don't quit teaching the law of gravity because one person is offended by it. We don't become more tolerant and more flexible and do away with the law of gravity because one person in our community is offended by it. How you feel about a law, how you believe about a law, how you think about a law has no bearing on that law. The law of reciprocity. Give and it will be given to you. So what do you need today? What is your need? Don't wish for it, give to it. And I say this all the time, but it's so true. Give your way out of your need. That's, that's, that's what you do. Whatever that need is, you give your way out of that need. Now, let me just say this before I move on. A farmer plants corn crop because he wants to sell corn. But let me say this. He never quits planting corn. You, okay, I'm not going to plant any. Well, then what happens? The law of reciprocity. You don't get any money this next year. If you want friends, you be a friend, not one time. It's not one time. It's a life. See, the farmer has a lifestyle of planting corn. It's a lifestyle. You want friends, it's a lifestyle of being friendly. You want some joy and some happiness, it's a lifestyle of every day waking up and giving joy and happiness where you are. It's not a one-time thing and you stop. Well, I tried it one time. You're praying for a house. Let me just tell you, God does not build houses. God provides trees. He provides metal. He provides the ingredients for concrete, for sheetrock. Mankind did not invent trees. Now, we cut them, we saw them, we nail them, 
and God answers your prayer for a house. See, God does this, you and I do this, and here's the way it works. It's in giving of yourself that you receive. Now, let, let me just also say this. That's why I so am against gambling. I'm against gambling, I'm against gambling, I'm against gambling in every form, I'm against gambling. I'm, I'm not ever, not one time ever, will I ever buy a lottery ticket. I am against gambling. Why? Because it is an attempt to get with no plan, no intention on giving. That's what's wrong with it. You want to get without giving, and that's not the way God's kingdom operates. That's stealing. That's not the way God's kingdom operates. You serve, you give, you do for somebody, and then you are rewarded for it. It's in giving that you receive. And we got a problem in this generation because we've got people that want to receive without giving to anybody. And that's sad. It's sad to drive by the casinos in the middle of a work day. Help wanted signs all over town, and we got a parking lot full of people at the casino trying to get money without helping, serving, doing, giving to anybody in this community. That, that's what's wrong with it. I hear it all the time. And, and th this, this crawls my skin. When a wealthy person or a wealthy corporation, when a wealthy person gives to a community, they will build a city park or they will build a community center or a wealthy person gives $10 million to the Heart Association or the Cancer Association. And, and, and you hear it all the time. It's good to see them giving back to the community. I, my skin crawls. They did not take anything from the community. And see, this mindset is if you are rich, then you did it off of the backs of poor little people. If you are rich, you only got that way by helping people, by serving people, blessing people, doing something for somebody. Now, I think it's wonderful that somebody rich builds a community center. I'm all for that. I wish somebody rich would give me some money. I'm really for that. I'm not against that, but they're not giving back to the community that they took from to get their filthy rich self. We look at rich, rich people like they're evil and like they have taken something from somebody when literally they have blessed tens of millions of people with their invention or with what they provide. I, I just, it, it makes my skin crawl when I hear that on a regular, but well, it's good to see them finally giving back to their community. My goodness. You did something to help people. That's why you're a multi-billionaire is because you help billions of people. It's a law of reciprocity. The mechanic blessed you because he fixed your car. And you wanted your car fixed more than you wanted the money in your pocket. And so it was a win-win. He blessed you by fixing your car. You blessed him by giving him your money, and you're both thrilled. He, well, he took your money. He didn't take your money. He blessed you. He blessed you. Oh, that dang mechanic, I can't believe. He's down there killing people. No, he's down there getting people back on the road. You were pushing that thing when you came in here. <laughs> See, he blessed you tremendously. 
You bless him tremendously and both people are happy. Now this mechanic goes home, he's feeling really good about himself because he helped people today. He says, you know what? I want to help 10 times the number of people. So he builds 10 more bays on his mechanic shop and he hires 10 more mechanics. And so now he's helping 10 times the number of people get back on the road and he's making 10 times the money. This guy's very happy. He's very happy. Man, now look at all this money. I got to hire an accountant to help count it. How can I help more people? So he franchises. And now he has a muffler shop or a body shop or a mechanic shop in three different states all over that state. So now he's got thousands of shops over three different states. Now he's helping tens of thousands of people get their muffler fixed or their car running or their whatever. He didn't take anything from the community. That mean old rich man. He didn't take anything from the community. He has blessed tens of thousands of people. Here's what you got to understand. There is a law of reciprocity. It's in giving that you receive. It's a kingdom law. The question that you ask yourself every day, what do I have need of today? What is that? More money? More, you need a friend? You need joy? You need happiness? Mean, what is it that you need today? Understand the law of reciprocity. I'm just telling you many times in my life, I've wanted more money. I've needed more money. And so I upped my tithe. I just started tithing on the amount that I wish I had. I upped my tithe. I upped my tithe and I can take you back in my checkbook and I can show you when I did this, I can show you the law of reciprocity just works. More money came to me. Why? Because of the law of reciprocity. This only works every time. Why? Because it's a law. You will reap what you sow. That's not bad. That's not mean. That's not confining. That's the best news you ever heard. That's the best news you ever heard. Hot dog, I reap what I sow. Man, that is wonderful. The law of gravity is not meant to break your nose. The law of gravity is not meant to break your arm. The law of gravity is not meant to ruin your Friday nights. It's not meant to. It's meant to be a blessing and hold us down on this earth. It's, it's meant to be a blessing to you. But when you don't understand it, you don't understand that law, then it becomes a problem for you. Lord, tonight, I love your law. I delight in your law. Your law is more desirable to me than gold. I don't want to defund the police and get rid of the law. Lord, I love your law. I understand the law of reciprocity. I want good to happen for me. So each day, I'm going to give good, I'm going to do good, and I'm going to sow good. Church, there's just not much better in life than the law of reciprocity. It only works every time. Y'all stand. Well, we th we're grateful to you. 
for the laws that are in operation in this life. Now, Lord, as we open your word in these coming weeks, we ask that your Holy Spirit teach us and reveal to us an operating knowledge of your laws so that our lives are greatly benefited as a result of your laws. Lord, we thank you and we honor you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.